You are listening to Johnny Rubes on the 2400 Block Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. This is the 2400 Block Podcast with Johnny Robs. 2400 Block. Hey y'all, it's been a minute. Johnny Rubes here once again. I gotta keep it going with the bits because the end of the podcast season is indeed closing in. Next thing I know, it's already gonna be Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's in a snap, just like that. This has been a fast 2022, and I still remember spring like it was just yesterday, and I was enjoying those walks all around Chicago too. What are we going to have? All right, first bit is about how social media changed our lifestyle. It is a spinoff taken from Julie's remarks on last week's bit, but I saw this going somewhere. Also, we will hear from Shadia in half the bit as she talks about individuality and how it has shaped her life in a great way. Now for the second bit, I will be talking about flying a drone and the lessons learned, which doesn't even involve flying. Then I will have a Q&A session with my friend Chris. Okay, let's get things started here on this episode of the 2400 Blocks program, The Johnny Roops Bits. Okay, let's recap Julie's comments from last week. I think in today's age, who we are is what we are online. If our follower count isn't huge, then we're considered a loser. If our page is private and not public, and we don't post anything, we're considered losers. Me, I just exist. Personally, I try not to think or really care about what other people think. I feel like that's so detrimental. Every time that I've cared about how other people think, all it's done was stress me out and set myself up to fail and just give me unnecessary stress. So I just exist. I do things that make me happy if people want to see what I'm doing, great. If they don't, great. If I have a post that's one like, great. If I have a post that has like a hundred likes, great. It really makes no difference to me. You never know who's really being authentic and you see all of these videos, these pranksters, You never know who's actually acting or who's reacting genuinely to something that they did not expect. You see all of these couples and you wonder how many of them just stay together because of their joint account and they're worried about what their followers will think about them if they were to break up. Or they just stay miserable in their relationship just for the view count and for the revenue that they make from it. 
people are just so baffling to me sometimes. They just get swept up, swept up in this whole media circus about wanting to get their name out there and be something big. But me, I just exist. I'm a very simple person. If there's a time where I do get famous or popular, then I hope I make people happy, but I don't want it to be my entire personality. But I don't know, everything is on social media these days, and if you don't keep up with trends, even if they don't apply to your age group, or to your culture, or to your race, or anything, that you will fall behind. You will be like how the baby boomers are with technology and, you know, everything that's happening in the world. They just get frustrated and they just get angry and they just tune it out or they say that we're stupid and young and wrong. I never want to be that person when I get older. Thanks to my good friend Julie for making me springboard onto something new. Okay, here I go with the first bit. Social media has certainly changed the way we live our lives, and honestly, I never saw this coming many years ago when it was still in its infancy stages. By way of AOL chat, ICQ, MySpace, and Friendster, I played it off thinking humanity would still prevail in its then-present lifestyle. I was wrong. Social media's profound influence remained very strong to this very day. I won't delve into the positives and negatives on social media as a whole since that is something entirely different to speak about and that it will take another episode to talk about that. Now let's shift back the attention on ourselves and social media. We get a stake of virtual real estate right after creating an active account in any of the popular social media apps like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, WhatsApp. We start embracing the change in ourselves. Instantly, we consume hours upon hours fixated on our phones rather than spending time with the people around us. It is unfortunate that we choose to remain with the ones far away instead. We have also become stars of our own reality. We want our followers to see the version of ourselves and our world to them. Sometimes it can get complicating when that part of life mixes in with the real one. Those closest to us start feeling the impact some way, somehow. Either they get caught in the fun or they get left out entirely. Also, they won't be able to distinguish the real version of ourselves from the alter ego we ultimately created. We have become so fueled with our own ego that it can cause a rift with the people in our lives. I see a lot of narcissism going on. Users are always holding their phones, taking videos and snapshots of themselves every so often. There are people doing crazy pranks and rehearsed videos just for the sake of getting attention. You know, I was so close to joining the ways of social media with selfie videos and snapshots until others out there treated me so low, like I didn't matter to them. Back then, I felt hurt, but I also considered this to be a blessing in disguise. Many of my lifelong friends know that I genuinely care about people. I would even go the extra mile to make an effort for them. But wow, the way some on social media treat me, and that's including the people here in real life. It is disappointing to say the least. I try my best to communicate and I get the opposite from them. They either read or ignore my message altogether, and then they just resort to going back to their social media activities like usual. 
but I get lucky sometimes with their selective response in which they reply at a time they're choosing. And I understand, life can be busy for most of us in this modern age, and I'm okay with that one. Then there are those that pretend to be nice, but they are downright ugly inside. Yes, they love us for who we are, but they can't say anything bad to us directly. So they take a course of action on their social media settings by taking us out of the picture in which we end up being unfriended, unfollowed, filtered out, or blocked out entirely as a result. I firmly believe I have truly become a renaissance man lately, me leaving most of my everyday social media activities behind and return to focusing on my crafts. I'm still on social media, but to little effect. You know, there'll be some of life's highlights shown and every once in a while along with promoting this podcast, but that's it pretty much on my end. I do not want to be ever caught up in this crazy social media trends. I would rather take a back seat from that. Someday into the future, who knows? I might ride off into the sunset by deleting most, if not all, the apps and becoming really human once again, using these to little moderation. Okay, here's half the bit. Individuality is very important nowadays and we must be proud on what we have become. There are elements that got us to where we are at this present point in time. Now some things can be good or bad depending on the circumstances we have faced in life. All of us have a different story to tell and a point of view. Then there are things along the way in which we have come to grow and love. These range from our favorite foods, clothes, movies, music, and so forth. And you don't have to hold back on your uniqueness either. Stay original and be the true version of yourself. Accept no imitations. Be comfortable where you're at. Don't force yourself to change. I would like to say this to every single one of you. You guys are worth it. Keep that momentum going. Lastly, there's nothing wrong with self-love and being there for yourself, especially when we are faced with daily challenges. Now to conclude this bit, here's Shadia with her take on individuality. Why fit in? when you were born to stand out. That may just be a Dr. Seuss quote for some people, but to me, that's my philosophy. That's how I live my life. Because ever since um, I was born, like, you know, the quote says, I have always been different. So yeah, it all started with my mom giving me a super unique first name and even kind of unique middle name as well. And, you know, I always thought when I'd be in school and the teacher would constantly mispronounce my name, I was like, man, why can't I just have a name like everybody else, you know? Like something that people have heard before and they it's not foreign and they just look at me like, oh, how do you pronounce this? But then as I got older, I learned to embrace the uniqueness of my name and then of course of myself um so like i always have viewed myself as like the black sheep or the outcast or the weirdo (laughs) um but you know i'm okay with that like i never had a desire to fit in (laughs) um like clothes wise i never really had name brand um like name brown clothing or shoes like the one time I had a pair of Nikes because you know as everybody else you know my friends had Nikes 
I only maybe wore them twice and then I just threw them in the corner and put my like Target shoes on, you know, Walmart, you know. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't like conformity. You know, I, I believe, you know, in, you know, dare to be different, march to the beat of your own drum, um, you know, be a Fruit Loop and a bowl of Cheerios. <laughs> um, and that's just, you know, how I've always been. Um, I, I never really had much, you know, peer pressure either, you know, when it came to, if like, smoking or drinking or like drugs oh yo the cool kids are doing it well i guess i don't want to be cool then you know that's fine you know i, I i'm all right with that <laughs> but um and then also when it with conformity i like i don't like to watch popular tv shows or um listen to you know super popular songs I mean, I do listen to, like, the radio and all that, but, I mean, it's mainly, like, TV shows more than anything, so, so for example, like, when Friends was really big, I have only maybe seen one episode, and that was the Thanksgiving episode, but I didn't get into Friends when Dawson's Creek was popular, never had an interest to watch that, um, more currently, you know, Game of Thrones, people would constantly rave about that show. Guess what? I've never seen one episode. Um, Walking Dead, same thing. I tried watching one episode, but it's not even like my type of genre because I'm not really big into like zombies and horror and all that. But um, yeah, that's what I mean. Like if something becomes too popular, like I don't want any part of it. And again, I'm completely okay with it. And I don't really care what, you know, people think, um, you know, I mean, everybody has their own opinion, you know, of what shows they like, and I'm not going to, you know, bring myself down to their level, you know, just for them to like me, you know, I'm now straight out going to tell you, listen, I'm not interested in this show. And, you know, they'll either accept it or be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, I'm a, I am a very... Uh, a strong proponent of individuality. I think everybody should stay true to themselves. And I also have learned as I've gotten older, as an adult especially, that once you stop caring about what people think, your life can become so much easier and you're happier too. You know, because you don't feel like you're walking on eggshells anymore. And who wants to walk on eggshells? Those things hurt. <laughs> But um, probably not as bad as stepping on Legos. <laughs> but anyways, um, back to the topic. Um, so I think Jimmy Eat World said it the best in their song, The Middle. And the, I think it was the second verse, they say, Live right now and just be yourself. It doesn't matter if it's good enough for someone else. And I leave you guys with that. Thank you for your time and listening to my take on being different. Hey guys, this is Patrick Loza and you are listening to the 2400 Black Podcast with Johnny Rude.
right, here we go with a second bit. I never thought I would get into this exciting hobby until Riza talked me into getting a drone for ourselves, and it couldn't have come at a better time either. We've had back-to-back -back vacations, and the unboxed DJI Mavic 3 was put to good use. It captured breathtaking snapshots and videos in an instant. I was not disappointed at all when it came to Mavic 3's high-quality footage that was recorded onto the 128GB SD card. For how much it's worth, 3K. Yeah, the drone did its job. In between all the excitement came the lessons learned, especially when I am its sole owner to begin with. At first, I was not aware about having it registered with the FAA as well as the laws that apply to it. Thank goodness I did not take the drone all the way up there about 400 feet in controlled airspace. I would have heard a mouthful from the powers that be and perhaps my drone would have been taken away. But I learned that location mattered too. I wasn't told to fly a drone in a public park. A park safety officer gave me a warning after I flew it for a couple of minutes. True story. It sucks having a product like the DJI Mavic 3 that's being heavily marketed and sold in electronic stores nationwide, but it has a lot of restrictions associated with it, and I wanted to come out on top from this madness that stressed the hell out of me for a while, so I had it finally registered as well as taking a trust test for the recreational hobbyist in which I passed with flying colors. Trust stands for the Recreational UAS Safety Test. I also downloaded the Before You Fly app as well as Air Control to determine real-time clearance to fly the Mavic 3 at its present location, so that makes me totally legit. With this extra time I have now, I gotta learn more of the Mavic 3's features including nifty mode and cinematic sport modes. The DJI video tutorial spoken in foreign language does little to help me out, so I gotta go to YouTube to give me more clarity using other sources there. I'm getting there in terms of learning, but I'm doing it at my own gradual pace. With the holiday season fast approaching, this gives me ample time to do just that. By then, I should handle the drone flying like a bona fide pro. I recently flew it in parts of downtown Chicago, as well as in a rural town. So that's a promising start. More awesome drone videos to come. Right now, I'm going to interview my good friend Chris, who also happens to fly a drone as a hobby. Let's get right down to it. Hey Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks for dropping by. How are you doing? How's life? Hey John Eric, thank you for inviting me on your show. I'm doing fine. Mm -hmm. um, just keep working, playing ball with the boys, cool. trying to stay fit, uh -huh. and uh, just doing my thing. Okay Chris, first question. What got you into flying a drone as a hobby? What got me into flying a drone as a hobby? Well, I noticed that uh, drones can take awesome videos and pictures from a bird's eye view. Uh, I, I see that you could take uh, more pictures better in air than on, on, on land. So that's, that's what kind of intrigued me on doing drone as mm -hmm. a hobby. I took my drone up to almost 400 feet. How high have you taken yours? I took my drone up to almost 400 feet in an uncontrolled space. Mm -hmm. uh, as you know, that 400 feet and above is controlled space, right. which is uh, basically regulated because of aircrafts and helicopters flying in the air. Mm -hmm. Are you aware of the classification of airspaces A, B, C, D, and G of your location before flying it? I'm sure you have knowledge of this since you were with the Air Force. Each uh, alphabet characters were according to air, air safety. Uh -huh. uh, the only thing that I get out of it is G, classification G is for ground. That's everything that's 400 feet and below and then everything 
above that, you'll fall into the category of uh, A, B, C, D, or E. And in most cases, you will have to get uh, authorization to try to uh, fly in those uh, classifications. Mm -hmm. Okay, Chris, do you use the before you fly in air control apps on your phone to determine clearance for takeoff? Because I haven't a clue really as I just downloaded those apps right after passing the recreational UAS safety test. And, uh, you know, I'm still learning. I do use before you fly app just to check the, if I can fly or not. My drone, uh, it has it where I'm not allowed to fly in that area and mm -hmm. it won't even start wow. if, it, if it's uh, a restricted area. Wow. I don't know how it is with yours, but as for mine, mine, you can't even start it if it's an unrestricted area. I mean, if it's a restricted area. What particular model do you have? Basically, I have a, I have the new DJI Mini 3. I've waited that for a long time, and then when it finally came out, uh, I went ahead and purchased it. I actually got that one from the DJI website when it mm. first came out. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, can tell you that it's it's awesome flying that that thing. Cool. I always hit the return to home button whenever I take my drone out into the distance, maybe a mile or two. How far have you taken yours? I always press the return home button um, when I can't see the drone. It, uh, I, I kind of get scared of flying it without knowing where it's at. Same here. Uh, I don't know if you're aware that even though, like, let's say for mine, mine if, if it has a sensor, mm -hmm. when it flies, the sensor doesn't pick up phone lines or any kind of uh, telephone mm. lines or power lines. Oh, okay. I guess because of the, the, the size of it, it's too thin. Uh-huh. And I, that's what I fear when I try to fly my drone is it, it will come to that and then you'll have to go hunt where your drone is at. Wow. So I basically just stick to as far as I could see the drone and then I return to home mm -hmm. so it can just fly back to, to where my location is. Okay. Okay, what types of location do you fly your drone? For me, it's parts of downtown Chicago with uncontrolled airspace such as Grand Park, Navy Pier, and Montrose Beach. And I do plan to go soon to Chicago Riverwalk and Promontory Point. Other locations are small towns like Mantino and forests like the Shawnee Preserves. Basically, I fly in parks and sometimes in a city, wherever it's a, it's an uncontrolled area. Mm -hmm. I know for sure that you can't fly in national parks, so I don't, I don't even try to uh -huh. fly there. Right. Because most of the times they, uh, you'll get the the rangers coming after you, Whoa. looking looking where that drone is coming from, and then they'll they'll come up and tell you, hey, you can't fly your drone. Mm -hmm. Or in my in my in my brother-in-law's case, try to take the try try to take the drone away from him. Wow. Okay. Have you ever been told to refrain from flying your drone in a certain area? For example, a safety park officer told me that drones were not allowed in the park where I was. It was caught all on video. I haven't been told that I couldn't fly my drone. I usually, like I said, I check before you fly app. Mm -hmm. And uh, if it's good to fly, then I can go ahead and fly it. If not, then I don't even bother taking it out. Okay. And lastly, what's better, mixing music for an event or flying a drone? I do love mixing uh, music. And I do have my DJ set up in the, the DJ room. So I, off and on, I DJ the new music that's, at, that's out. And uh, as for the as for the drone, I love doing a drone too as well because I basically uh, take it out to go take pictures of the family or two videos of uh, whenever we travel. Uh, I use it mostly for a recreational purpose. Mm -hmm. I know you can earn money using your drone, but for for, for me, it's a recreational purpose. Likewise, I know you have to take a, a test 
to, yep. to actually fly fly for a business, but yeah. I, I'm not I'm not even stressing over that. Same here. Hey Chris, I appreciate your time, bro. Thank you for having me on the show, John Eric. You're welcome. I hope all is well and say hi to the family. Will Thank do. you. Okay, here we are with the extra bits. The Bell P-63 King Cobra and Boeing B-17 Flying Fortress military-style planes crashed during the air show stunt in Dallas-Fort Worth a couple days ago, in which six perished. MMA UFC fighter Anthony Johnson passes away at 38 years old after battling a long-term illness. Tragedy in the University of Virginia. Three players dead, two wounded in on-campus shooting. Victims' names are as follows, Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis Jr., and Deshaun Perry. The prime suspect, Christopher Darnell Jones Jr., is in custody. Sports anchorman Fred Hickman passes away at 66 years old from liver cancer. The Washington Commanders give the Philadelphia Eagles their first loss. On Monday Night Football, the score was 32-21. to And the drama continues on for Twitter, more than half of its Staff walked out after hearing CEO Elon Musk's extremely hardcore work ultimatum. Okay, guys, show's over. You guys can go back to what you're doing. It's time to continue living life and giving your best. Thanks for listening to this episode of the 2400 Block Podcast. Feel free to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Overcast, and Spotify. 